0: Welcome to Over the Ledge Live, the podcast, the number one, some say only political satire show based solely on the Texas legislature. Over the Ledge gives you a behind the scenes look at the shenanigans of the Texas legislature by decoding political headlines and legislatures behavior into easy to understand dad jokes. We're just as funny, just not as famous, Stephen Colbert, we need your bump. Please post questions on our Facebook live stream at facebook.com backslash over the ledge. Our brilliant intern, Bravon will be monitoring our feed and sending questions to the fo- host to ask. Let's meet our guests tonight. Woo! Yeah.
1: Gosh,
0: I'm so excited. One of our guest comedians today is Shayna Merlin, touring her fun and interactive presentations nationwide. Shayna Merlin has been using the tools and techniques from improvisational comedy to teach team building, communication, sales, persuasion, leadership, making meetings matter, medical communications, and creativity. Shayna is an associate at Center for Health Communication at the University of Texas and is the founder of the Merlin Works Institute for Improvisation. Welcome, Shayna. Hey, I'm Woo. so happy to be here. Shana. Shana. <laughs> We're so excited that you are here, Shayna. Our other guest comedian will be Aaron Salina. What? Who is The crown jewel hidden in the mesquite trees, Kingsville, Texas, Aaron Salinas has been hooked on making people giggle since he first made a fart noise with his hand in second grade. He is an award-winning actor, writer and director. He enjoys working on his movie podcast with his friends and petting dogs once the opportunity arises. <laughs> Please welcome A A Ron Salina. Hey, 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 hey.
2: I'm a simple man like petting <laughs> dogs and making people giggle.
0: Awesome. I'm the announcer and game referee, Katie Christen. Um, I've been mm. doing improv for a short time, but being a bit of a geek and a nerd for a long time, we have our co host <laughs> <Carlton. laughs> ready to hang out with us tonight. Um, but more importantly, we have a special guest our special guest tonight is Bruce Elfont. He was first elected in 2012. Bruce Elfont is the Travis County Tax Assessor, Collector, and Voter Ooh. Registrar. Ooh, yay. He previously served 20 years as a county constable. Elfont focuses on customer service, including the expansion and upgrade of online services for customer convenience, assisting property owners with tax payment plans, and initiating public outreach campaigns for customer uh, consumer education and protection. Um, wow, Bruce, I have a lot to learn from you. Thank you for all of your.
3: <laughs> <laughs> it's it's great to be with y'all.
0: And finally, the creator and ruler of of Over the Ledge Empire, who needs no introduction? Stephanie, can't afford to do this podcast anymore if we don't get some donors. I'm not joking. Chiarello, here's our host, Stephanie.
1: Oh, all the people. Thank y'all so much. Really appreciate you all being here. Let's just get right to it. What has been going on in the Texas legislature these last two weeks? Now, before we start the jokes, there is one story that can't be topped. State representatives Briscoe Kane and Steve hmm. Toth, those are their real names, illegally got haircuts during the governor's stay at home order at Tune Up, the Manly Salon in Montgomery County. Also true, Kane has grown a mustache which he himself describes as disgusting, but says that he needs his civil liberties restored in order to shave it off. Hey, at least their actions are consistent with their approaches to funding for public education and health care every single session. Just a little bit off the top. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, they're disgusting. Yeah.
1: Civic groups are suing Texas Secretary of State Ruth Hughes, claiming that vote by mail laws are unconstitutional because paying postage amounts to a poll tax. The state responded they were happy to discuss the issue if the NAACP would just answer their collect call first. <laughs> <laughs> Texas firefighters have been asked to help perform coronavirus testing at nursing homes. Officials are suspicious though because the request came from granny DTF at AOL.com. she <laughs> asked, she asked specifically for mr. February
0: 2017 <laughs> <laughs> Granny DTF. <laughs> Yeah, many, I don't sh- want
1: that. Yeah, <laughs> I <wanna be>
0: here.
1: <laughs> but I love that she's at AOL, right? You know.
0: Oh yeah, you know she's a legit grandma then. That's right.
1: <laughs> All right, many sports fans are anxious over what will happen with this year's football season. Fortunately for UT, Matthew McConaughey has offered to step in and play any role needed, including honorary quarterback or even honorary all-tide, all-tide, tied in
2: Ah, that's. Boo. That's cheesy as hell, but I can't help but smile.
1: Governor Greg Abbott was caught on tape admitting that the reopening of business would lead to an increase of COVID 19 infections. Stay at home protesters joined Fox News viewers, anti vaxxers, and further conspiracy theorists in questioning not only the authenticity of the recording, but also the authenticity of authenticity. Authenticity? Yeah, is that the word? <laughs> I think, yeah, you might Authent- have uh, authentic- made a cold bear yourself and, and coined the term authenticity. Thank you. I have just coined the word authenticity.
2: It kind of so, sounds like a matchup of like authentic and fantasy. I kind of like it. Ooh,
1: Thank you. I also <laughs> just learned that innocuous is innocuous and not innocuous. I went uh, to Just school. a great reminder
4: okay. that Stephanie has not been drinking tonight.
1: I have not. <laughs> I
4: have not.
1: And I am disappointed in myself. <laughs> okay, Republican Speaker of the House Dennis Bonin bucked his party's line to relax stay-at-home orders, comparing the reopening of retail stores to, quote, navigating a germ pool. Or if you lobby at the Texas Capitol, business as usual.
0: Ooh. Ooh.
1: That got all of them. Two weeks after Governor Abbott's reopening, Texas reports a record high single-day COVID deaths. When asked if perhaps he forced people back to work too early, Abbott responded, come on, isn't this haircut to die for? (laughs) There's more. Citing Governor (laughs) Abbott's orders, citing Governor Abbott's orders, a maskless man screamed and charged at customers in a San Antonio store over the store's requirement for customers to wear a mask. The incident was filmed by other customers, which angered the man as he screamed, do not record me, that's an invasion of my personal privacy. Oh, said every woman in Texas required to have a transvaginal sonogram before making personal reproductive decisions That's what invasion of personal Mm -hmm. privacy means. That poor thing. Is Bruce still there? I can't see because I'm.
0: Oh, good. Thanks for sticking
1: around. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) The city of Conroe police are investigating a district court candidate accused of egging Montgomery County Judge Mark Keough's car. Judge Keough obviously scrambled about the incident leaded directly to the suspect in this press conference about the incident, asking, where did you find eggs and do they have any toilet paper? (laughs)
0: It's
1: not over yet. Texas Health and Human (laughs) Services have seen a five-time increase in visits to their mental health resources page and in response set up a call line and chat feature. People are sharing concerns about contracting the virus, feeling isolated, and general anxiety about the economy. And I quote, one particular concern about domestic tranquility was submitted via email from an IP address located at Briscoe Cain's house. Quote, my wife said I'm disgusting, but she's just talking about my mustache, right? (laughs) Texas prisoners. They're just two more. Hang with me. <laughs> Texas, I think these are our best monologue jokes. These so are far. great. They're great. Yeah. I think we're killing it. Okay. Texas prisoners are reporting that prison food has deteriorated at an alarming rate during the coronavirus pandemic. Rumor has it they are now serving Soylent Green.
0: Hmm.
1: <laughs> the Soylent Green is a little cold now. They used to have it hot. Yeah, it used to be hot soil and green. (laughs) All right. The
2: product itself, it's like it hasn't been selling as
1: well. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. Well, the problem is there's just like more and more soil and green around. (laughs) And finally, the increase in the number of COVID-19 patients has doctors concerned specifically about how reusing PPE might be contributing to the outbreak. Would you reuse a condom? asked the state's sex ed commissioner, Janet Odette. What's a condom? responded every Texas student. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so glad you like that. And by the way, we do not have a sex ed commissioner. Oh,
0: right. <laughs> thanks so much. Back to you, Katie. <laughs> Don't quit your day job, Stephanie. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Just kidding. Uh, let me tell you how this podcast works. Our two guest comedians, Aaron Salinas and Shana Merlin, are competing against each other for the coveted Most Knowledgeable Comedian in Austin award. This award is given to the comedian who knows the most about Texas politics, according to the outcomes on our game show. Stephanie, please change your background and show the award. Um, is it cool
1: that I only read the New York Times? Will that help me here? This is that's gonna be the best thing you could possibly do, Shana. Yes. Great. (laughs)
2: Is it okay that I only read IMDB news on movie Um, (laughs) movie news? It be a fun round. Hey, good luck round. Yeah. with Thank that. Only if,
0: you're, if only if you're reading about Over the Ledge, Aaron. Otherwise, you're
2: I, That's what I'm scouring the articles for. Let's
0: <laughs> Whoever wins it will also get a picture of themselves with the special legislative guest, Bruce Elfont. Bruce will post Ooh. on social media the picture and the announcement that the winning comedian is the most knowledgeable comedian in Austin. Did we ask Bruce if he was okay with this?
3: I'm good. I am am still reeling from the AOL joke because I have an AOL email account, so get over it.
0: We forgive you. We forgive you.
3: I forgive you.
0: It's the
1: authenticity. What did I say? Jesus, authenticity. It's the authenticity of you, Bruce, that I like the Mm. most. Mm -hmm. Yes, I agree with that.
0: Okay, so we're we gonna play our first game. Let's do it. Let's play our first game. It's called the Ballot Believe It. Our special guest Bruce Elfont is an expert in Texas elections. Our comedians will have to answer multiple choice questions about the Texas voting laws and history.
1: Awesome. Are you ready, Uh-oh. Shana and Aaron? Yeah, I just had a quick
4: question for um, for Bruce. Will are we still going to have elections? Is that still a thing?
3: Uh, they're still on <laughs> great yeah they're still on I'm not I'm not sure how we're going to get to vote but uh, the elections are still on we may be six feet apart for three or four blocks but we bo- will be voting
1: mm. all right then life is worth living and I will play this game yeah. <laughs> you know, some people are going to be sick well no I'm not going to make a six foot underground joke all right so Ooh. <laughs> you ballot believe it let's get started this is multiple choice we're going to start with Shana Katie, you are keeping track of points, please. All right. Number one, who is the chief elections official in the state of Texas? A. What the fuck? A, the secretary of elections. B, the attorney general. C, the secretary of state. Or D, the president of the senate.
4: Okay, do I do I like say why I'm choosing my answer, or do I just Go say for an it. answer? Yes. Okay. I'm from I'm from Georgia, and I followed the Stacey Abrams election very carefully, and I knew there was a conflict of interest because the person that was running against her was also in charge of running the election, Ooh. and that person was now I'm forgetting the options, but I feel it was the Secretary of State or whatever that option was.
1: Correct. Way to go, Shana. Boom. Wow. Wow. Strong start. Strong <laughs> oh. start. <All> Aaron. Right. <laughs> what is the issue of the major court battle concerning elections that is going on right now between Democrats and Republicans? What is the issue of the major court battle? A, Automatic voter registration, B, voter registration deadline, C, who should oversee elections, D, mail in ballots.
2: So, the last couple of uh, friends that I have uh, from my little Hodunk town back home um, have been complaining about having their right taken away to vote and do not want to do mail in voting. So, I've been knowing who to delete off my Facebook. So I'm going to say D, mail in voting. Final choice, final, you know. Final answer. Final answer. There we go.
1: You are correct. Ding, ding, ding. Yay. Great. What a strong start. What a strong there. start. Okay, back to Shana. Texas voter ID law states that A, the ID must have a photo of the voter on it. B, A license from any state is an acceptable form of ID. C, if someone doesn't have their ID, they cannot vote. D, a Texas handgun license is not an acceptable form of ID.
4: Okay, this is tougher. I think I appreciate the softball, the first one. Okay, it feels like, I was like, okay, yes, you have to have a photo, but then I was like, wait, I've had like a temporary permit before. And then I've also like brought my voter registration card to vote before. Um, So I think,
1: um, is it, what was, what was C? If someone doesn't have their ID, they cannot vote.
4: I think, I think that's true.
1: Final answer final answer Okay, i'm sorry it is incorrect it is a although it says Mm. the id must have a photo of the voter on it you do need some sort of something that shows a photo that proves who you are and you can use something separate that proves you live in in the county correct
4: or twenty dollars
1: yes yes
2: you gotta pay for that
1: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm.
2: right now they'll just
1: take uh The poor seniors at the polls will just take some PPE and anyone can vote. (laughs) Oh, that's so mean. (laughs) Why do you hate seniors? Well I
2: don't. I just think that they because they do need PPE and our state sucks. And why can't I just write my vote in? I don't know. I barely started voting a few years ago. So don't listen to me.
0: I'll pay in upgrading people's AOL email addresses to Gmail. <laughs> uh, <laughs> All right, Aaron,
1: number 4. Yes. In Texas convicted felons. Dot 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 A. Never again get the right to vote. B. Regain their right to vote if a panel of judges deem them sufficiently rehabilitated. C. Regain their right to vote after completing their sentence including parole or D, regain their right to vote only if the governor grants them a pardon?
2: Okay, hold on. I'm going to say an answer, and I think the answer is... Give me A and C again one more time.
1: Never again get the right to vote. C is regain their right to vote after completing their sentence, including parole.
0: Okay, I know Karen, that's. I, yes. You can
1: think about all your friends on Facebook that are
4: felons and what they say. So think about that.
2: Yes. Can I can I Facebook message a friend? <laughs> um, no, I'm gonna say <laughs> A. Wrong. Oh, sorry, really? sorry,
1: Mariah. I yelled. No, you may regain your right to vote after you complete your sentence, including parole.
3: Oh, including Don't parole. tell anybody, because this is one of the few progressive things in the uh, Texas election code. <laughs> is it new? No, it's not new, but don't tell anybody.
4: Because <laughs> <laughs> like Florida, they just let, like that's been the thing, just starting to let felons be able to vote again. But I don't
1: Well, oh, yeah, we I think it was one and
2: done once you get a felony. You couldn't vote. Oh, wow. That's exciting news.
1: And also if you are in jail, right, you can still vote as long as you haven't been sentenced. Is that correct, Bruce?
3: If you're not finally convicted, uh, you still have your right to uh, cast your vote. So I get a
1: mail-in ballot at the Travis County Jail?
3: That's correct. If you're in in jail or prison, you can get a mail-in ballot if you're not finally convicted. So if we
1: can't go vote by mail because of COVID, we could all get arrested. For misdemeanors also. Uh Uh-huh.
3: Well, according to the Attorney General, a lot of people who uh, try to vote by mail may get arrested.
4: Win-win. Yoinks. Yeah. <laughs> All
1: right, five. Shayna. Okay. Which of the following? Right now we're tied, right?
0: The 101? current score <laughs> is 1-1. Yes. Okay. We'll All right. <laughs> Still in this. <laughs> Never
1: say <Okay. can> die. <laughs> Which... Which of the following is not a statewide elected official in Texas? A, Justice of Supreme Court. B, Commissioner of Agriculture. C, Attorney General. D, Secretary of State.
4: Um, you know, I think I'm the most knowledgeable comedian in Austin because I think that, that whatever that A thing you said is totally made up. I'm feeling confident. I'm just saying it. A. Go for it. All right. You are wrong.
1: What?
2: <laughs> the <laughs> I justice. Was say too, of-
1: Shana. <laughs> um, there is a justice of the Supreme Court. That and is you- completely fictional.
4: There's no such thing as a justice of the Supreme Court.
2: Sure, Stephanie. Just like authenticity is. Exactly. Is a word too. Yes. <laughs> All right. Well,
1: we can debate <laughs> the, the Supreme authenticity.
4: Justice of
2: the
1: uh, State okay. Court. Or you could go down ballot and vote for them. Right in, so which
4: one's the fake one?
1: Um, the Secretary of State is not elected. They are appointed by the... Oh,
2: you! Governor. that's a trick.
1: That was a trap and you know it. Yes, and I have many more ahead, so just oh, get ready. Aaron. election law in Texas used to be subject to federal oversight due to... Dun, 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 a, the Constitution. B, the Civil Rights Act of 1965. C, the Voting Rights Act of 1965. Or D, the Federal Elections Act of
0: 1953. I suck.
1: (laughs) (sighs) You represent the people, Aaron. It's okay.
2: We suck. Um, I'm going to say, ah.
1: <laughs> you know, maybe we could check with Katie's
4: dog. Maybe we could just check with Katie's dog and Can I see phone what a they... friend and
2: Katie's dog. Yeah. Okay. Oh, so you're not thinking A dog. could could be B or C, but unsure about D. All right. Quit looking at mama. Look at me. Okay. Um. I don't I think, think it's...
0: it's B. I
2: can't trust you.
1: I can't trust you. I'm gonna need an answer. What was C? Yeah. C is the Voting Rights Act of 1965.
2: I might need them. Right, I'm gonna go with C. That's where my daddy was born. I'm gonna I'm gonna say that one. I'm gonna say C. Good
1: job. Good choice. You're right. Oh. Hey. Yes, and very clever of Bravin to mention the Civil Rights Act. Good. Good play, Bravin. Uh,
0: mm-hmm. All right, Sweet. number
1: seven. Back to Shana. All right. Which of the following was not a discriminatory policy of Jim Crow era Texas elections? Hmm. Okay poll taxes,
0: uh-huh.
1: literacy tests that I would have failed, <laughs> altering altering citizenship laws, intimidating black voters. Um I, you know, this is interesting because
4: I thought like I mentioned before, I grew up in Georgia, and so I think of Jim Crow as specifically around African Americans. And so the the citizen thing sounds like a way to discriminate against immigrants. <laughs> like, so I'm gonna, so anyways, I'm laughing. They're all terrible. This is awful, <laughs> but I'm losing and I want to win. So I'm going to say C, altering the citizenship.
1: Way to go. You're correct, hey. yes. <clears throat> She's still in this, still in this. It's getting hot, Aaron. And getting that was hot. through
4: logic and reasoning and not just randomness, so... It wasn't exactly. random. My father
2: was born on a selected year. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay. Which of the following scenarios would grant someone the ability to vote by mail in Texas? A. I oh, I
2: think I, okay, go on. Sorry. I got excited because I might not. <laughs>
1: okay. Do you just want to guess? No. Okay. A, there are no requirements. Everyone can vote by mail. B, if you can prove that your job prevents you from going to the polls on election day. C, if you're disabled. D, if you live in a rural area and the nearest polling station is more than 30 minutes away.
2: Okay, well, this sucks because I I think it's two of them, but it's only one, so. um...
4: Man, Bruce really knows the answer. He's like... (laughs) Really
0: <laughs> trying
4: hard not to spoil oh, this. Yeah,
3: let, let me read Bruce. Uh <laughs> God I uh...
1: I mean Texas is horrible, but what'd you say? See? You're correct. You got oh, okay. it. Okay. Be confident.
2: I, would, I would, no, I was terrified that our state would not
1: allow voting
2: votes for the disabled.
1: Um if Dis- you're disabled. Hmm. now technically you're supposed to be able to leave and vote on election day or just election day right or early voting
3: for early okay. voting you're you, supposed- you, your employer is supposed to give you time to go vote Allegedly. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: not pay you for it but you you're supposed to be able to go all
2: right or it could be a national holiday and we just automatically get the day off to go vote would be wonderful
1: you're very wise okay See, finally know-
2: I got a lot of student loans. I, I know what I'm talking about sometimes.
1: You do. If only you and your friends would vote, Aaron.
2: Hey, we just started caring like four years ago, okay? hmm
1: hmm Might be too late. You know, first they came for me. What? Nothing. No. And then they came for, right? I think, it, I think it's the opposite, mm-hmm. Stephanie.
4: First they came for some other people, other people, and then they
1: came for me Yeah, last. but I'm... Okay. But they
3: are coming (laughs) coming. (laughs) There's definitely a hierarchy They're definitely coming. Thank you, Bruce. Okay. When did women gain full voting rights in Texas? Shana.
1: This is 1800. 1850. 1880. 1920.
4: Okay. So I know that in the U.S. women got the right to vote in 1920, but you're talking about the right to vote in Texas. Mm Mm-hmm. And the idea is, is it—is it at all in any way possible that women in Texas got the right to vote before <laughs> women nationally got the right to vote? And I would say no, that Texas would be only doing it if they're forced to by national law. So I will say D, 1920.
1: You would be correct. Good job, Shana.
0: Yay. Are you suggesting
2: Texas has not historically been progressive? <laughs>
1: There was that one
4: lady that was a governor for a year. There are two women governors. Two? I know, but there was one that was like old, olden times. Ma, Ma Ferguson. Ferguson. <laughs> yeah.
1: But it was Good all oh a my. scandal. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, finally, Aaron. who knew this game would be as long as it is because we've got another game. As of right now, what is the date scheduled for the primary runoff election? Oh, shit. This
4: is the last question, and I really want Aaron to get this wrong so that we're tied again.
2: <laughs> Not thank, that Shana, thank you for the support.
1: <laughs> All right. June 5th, August 15th, July 20th, July 14th.
2: Uh, <laughs> well... Um, so this is for the primaries?
1: Yes. So uh, we what's did your dad's- actually, remember we had an election at the beginning of March?
2: Uh-huh, I voted, I voted. What's Thank your dad's you? birthday? What's your dad's he was, birthday? He's April uh, 12th, so yeah. this one's this okay. one's tough. <sighs> I'm going to say June 5th, because my birthday is June 3rd, so... Wow.
1: Happy birthday. Wrong answer. July 14th. <laughs> yes. Katie, yes. who's the winner of our first Alrighty game? y'all.
0: I have to say this is unfortunate, but we are tied. We <laughs> had a really strong first round, some strong rounds in the middle. I don't know. We don't have a winner. We have a wow. tie. So we might need to come up with our uh, most knowledgeable comedian based on our next game. Okay, I'm All so right. glad we've got the second game. Normally, I would
2: come back. I've been here
1: for years, you know. You got it. I mean, I'm I'm impartial. I love you both. <laughs> so normally we would play tweets or twasins, oh, but man. Bruce does not have a Twitter account. So we're co- we're playing posts or notes. So a Facebook post or not a post Notes. Uh, you know,
2: you're being real liberal with the English language. You're just just kind of picking and choosing the things you want, Stephanie. I don't think that's how it works.
1: No, no. Uh, I'm sure my mom is cringing and so is my boss. (laughs) Okay, here we go. So you have to tell me if he really posted this on Facebook. It's a post. And if he did not, if we just made it up, it's a notes. Okay. Okay. We're still back to Shana, right? Yeah. Okay. Poster Nost. <laughs> Cheers to cheese and beer. Let Texas take a page from the great state of Wisconsin and let people hang out in bars now. Nosts. Correct. Hey. He, he did not say that. Strong start. Aaron. <laughs> Saturday evening, I briefly passed out at a holiday party. No, I wasn't drunk. I'm going to say post. Yes, yes, it oh. was. I want to know the story, but I'll ask you later, Bruce. Or do you <laughs> want to tell us the story of this post? You probably don't
3: remember. I don't remember the post. <laughs> I must have been or the passed
1: party. out. <laughs> <laughs> or the party. Okay. All right. After 35 years with the same landline phone number, I finally cut the cord and ported it to my cell. To get this accomplished, it took 22 AT&T service reps over more than a week. Thanks AT&T, sarcasm intended.
4: So I'm torn on this one because Bruce still has his AOL account, which <laughs> means that he's not a big fan of change yet i see a level of persistence in the way he has hung all the frames in his office so i'm going to say post
3: yes correct okay.
2: okay
1: okay
3: it's true i still have my um, my dial phone
1: <laughs> is it a rotary
3: it is a rotary uh. phone and we used it until a couple of years ago when the dog ate through the oh. cord Oh, well, so that was
2: the final straw. That was
3: yeah. <laughs> that was the final straw, but it did take twenty calls to get AT and T to uh, port my account.
1: Wow. <laughs> wow! All right, back to Shana. No, no, I I think not that's- Aaron. Back to well, Aaron.
2: Sorry. You're just trying to give points away. Trying to say I'm impartial. Yeah, okay.
1: I lied. I'm not impartial. I want Shana. I to knew win. it. I need her <laughs> I approval it. and validation, and you guessed me. All right. I cannot understand or respect anyone who would place their comfort or vanity over the health and lives of others. Your right to ignore health warnings ends where my right to not be harmed by your reckless conduct begins.
2: See, Facebook's tricky because you can post a lot. There's no number cap. <sighs> I think he agrees with the statement. And partially, I just want to say the word. So I'm just going to say NOST.
3: It's a post. Damn it. Oh.
2: Sorry.
4: Bruce, Sorry. taking a stand.
3: I posted it. If if we're going to get past this, we've got to uh, social distance and wear the masks. And those who won't do it are are, um, are are being, well, disrespectful would be mild.
1: Yeah. Got a great guest tonight, guys. All right. Moving Onwards, Shayna.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, current winner, Shayna Merlin. Yeah. Current, okay, current, current winner. <laughs> I've been putting my masks in the microwave to clean slash sanitize them. Best part is the mask smells like whatever was in there before.
4: <laughs> um, I have never heard of this practice. <laughs> Sounds. Like both a way to make something cleaner and grosser at the same time. Yeah. Um, I'm going to say I think it's meant to be helpful. Like, this is a life hack, so I'm going to say post. It's a no. Ah. Oh, yes.
3: (laughs) But there's a grain of truth, (laughs) because when I was running late for work, uh, my masks were not dried, and I figured I'd put them in the microwave to dry (laughs) them, and they both caught on fire. (laughs) Oh, no. So if you're listening at home, don't do this that. This is an
4: exclusive. This is an over-the-ledge yeah, no, exclusive. It is. Thank you.
1: Fire in the hole.
3: Fire oh, fire in the God. hole, yeah.
1: I'm excited that they have a microwave.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: I'm sorry. I'm just joking. I'm just
0: joking, Bruce. You know I love you.
1: Okay, back to Aaron. <laughs> I'm not sure. I get real sure. anxious. Hurry. Okay. I know. You got this. I'm not sure having the tax collector as the MC is the best draw for the Austin Tech Alliance's third birthday bash. But I'm happy to do so and I'm looking forward to visiting with our tech community. See y'all Wednesday.
2: I don't know if they would be throwing an event on a Wednesday.
1: <laughs> Wait, who's the organization again? The Austin Tech Alliance. Uh, they might. I'm going to say post. It's a post. Good oh! job. He's back in the tie. He's back in the tie. Okay, we're moving on. We're moving on. Shana. Yeah. The more people who vote, the less chance we will get burned. Demonstrate your patriotism to our nation. Vote. Get burned. Like a mask in a microwave. <laughs> or is this a Bernie Sanders show? Ooh, what? Ooh. That's pretty deep and meta.
4: Um, uh, I say I, I, it doesn't make sense to me that post. I don't really understand it. And so I'm saying no. It's a post. Dang it. Oh. He went there. He
1: did it.
3: You what does it? it mean? Not all my po- not all my posts work. But what does it mean? <laughs> <laughs>
1: there's
3: there's a Abraham Lincoln quote that unfortunately I can't quite quote that basically says if you turn your, yourself away from the fire you're going to get burned. And the point was if you don't vote um you're going to get burned. But clearly it, it something was lost in translation. Okay.
1: All right, I have to look that up later. We'll we'll work on that. Okay, back <laughs> to Aaron, Shane current leader yeah. erin salinas
2: okay current person having fun because we're all having fun we're I'm having not so much fun
1: we are killing it i really i'm, I'm also so currently having fun so i'm so glad well, then we're all winners
4: we're tied for fun
1: hey. <laughs> okay no one can say i'm not pro mask i have masks for each day of the week and even one with a picture of my dog on it Why would they say he's not
2: pro-mask? That's where the concern is in this post.
1: Mm, You're digging deep.
2: I am. Well, I'm just talking out loud. I'm an only child. I do that. Uh, I'm going to say ghost.
1: It's a Nost. But I think it's pretty close. I think it's pretty funny. It's pretty close. It's pretty (laughs) close. Oh, winning. Okay, final two questions. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Shayna. Yeah. Yeah. The first place Lisa and I are going once this pandemic is over is the Grand Canyon. So glad to see national parks opening up.
4: Okay, I am not sure that the Grand Canyon ever
1: closed. Well, I mean not the canyon itself literally. I mean like
4: that's okay, like millions just like of travel. years to-
1: Okay. Okay, I
4: see. Nice not to see the Grand Canyon opening up. Right. It's not the hell (laughs) now. Okay. Um, I feel like Lisa is your wife's name. Um, Mm -hmm. So I'm going to say, that just feels right to me. Um, (laughs) So I'm going to say for all the bacon and all the beans,
1: post. No. Oh, Oh. come on. I I don't know where that came from. Is there a real post-its based on Bruce? I didn't write it. Okay, finally, Aaron, here you go for all the marbles. Take it home. Really stick it to Shana. Uh, Jim Hightower said, There is nothing in the middle of the road except yellow stripes and dead armadillos." I'm talking to you, Tulsi Gabbard. What? (laughs) Jim Hightower said, There's nothing in the middle of the road except yellow stripes and dead armadillos. Talking to you, Tulsi Gabbard. Or Gabbard. I don't really know who this person is. She she ran for president this year
4: as a Democrat. Yeah, Tulsi Gabbard. She's very beautiful.
2: Mm. That's probably why I hate her. (laughs) (laughs) She kind of had some fans towards the end of the race, correct? Yeah. Even like Hawaii? I don't know. yeah i think that's right yeah um so oops
1: this is it aaron
2: i'm gonna say to be honest with you the only word i knew out of all of that was probably armadillos um i'm gonna (laughs) i don't know who jim hightower is uh i i'm familiar with gabbard uh
1: hightower report uh millennials aaron
2: Sorry, I no. I mean, I I could tell you who Mick Foley was. You know, he was. See, exactly, he was a a prominent person in nineties wrestling. See, we each know our our little subdivisions of knowledge. Yeah. Um,
1: let's get an. The answer, longer
4: Aaron's taking, the more confident I'm feeling. Yeah. Uh,
2: wait, I I already won,
1: right? Poster knows. I noticed. mean, you won, but it, oh. but
0: the most important thing, Aaron is. By how much?
1: Yeah. And authenticity. Authentic, authentic.
0: no,
2: coming from a guy who knows mediocrity and just doing enough. It, it only matters that you get it done. I'm going to say post.
1: You're correct.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> Thank it. All right, Aaron. That means that you are officially the most knowledgeable comedian in Austin by two points. Uh, would you like to give a speech? I've talked enough. Okay, we agree. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> um, okay. We are going to go ahead and get a picture of you, Aaron, our most knowledgeable comedian in Austin with our special Austin. guest, Bruce. And you'll be able to see it on his social media, Bruce Elfont on Facebook. Also, so I had to oh. go
4: get my Plan 2 honors degree to throw it in the fire it's in the microwave. <laughs>
1: Just bragging about being Plan Two here, Shayna. What was that about? I disappointed myself.
0: Oh. You did great, Shayna. You did great. It's actually time, Bruce. We've gotten to know you a little bit throughout this podcast um, so far, but it is now time to meet our very special guest, Bruce font and Stephanie is going to give a little bit of Q&A interview action here. Yay! Woo-hoo! Woo-hoo. Yay, Bruce! Thank you,
1: Bruce. We, you get bonus points sure. for sticking through the jokes and the games. <laughs>
3: Well, as long as you don't ask me about AOL. I'm not going
1: to ask you about AOL. I can't decide if I want to ask you about elections or taxes. Which would you prefer? And let's start with this. What is it like to wear both those hats as both probably the most hated person and the most (laughs) beloved person? How do you manage that?
3: Well, the trivia question here is what do property taxes, voter registration, and motor vehicle registration have in common? And this is like for a bonus round. <laughs> Aaron's dates all three. and
0: Anybody?
3: Anybody? Bruce
0: Alfont. <laughs> Money.
3: <laughs> well, people have. That's a good answer. That's not the right answer, but it is a good answer. People have used that. What they have all in common is when Records? these um, duties were given to the tax office, they were all revenue producing because um, from 1905 oh. on until 1965, the tax assessor collected the poll tax here in Texas. Unfortunately, fortunately, that's no longer the case, but that's what those three functions have in common. They were revenue producing, so they stuck them together and nobody else wanted to do them. So they gave them to the tax assessor.
1: I really never knew that. So then let's talk about elections and let's talk about vote my mail. And I want to manage your expectations of our audience. Generally, it's my parents <laughs> uh, and then uh, Shana and A. And Aaron represent probably who that's who my target audience is, is, right, is plan to honor smart people who don't pay attention to state politics. So what do they need to know about vote by mail right now and the, the drama slash trauma?
3: Well, what they need to know is what what you alluded to earlier, that in Texas, state law says you can vote by mail if you're 65 and older, disabled or out of the county or or in jail. Hmm. Um, But there's language in the election code under disability that uh, speaks to if you have a concern for your health. And uh, that's what one of the uh, uh, pieces of litigation is about. Uh, So many people are concerned about going to the polling place um, to cast their vote in person because they're concerned about their health. And I think that's frankly a good argument. The better argument is why should we not all be able to, to vote by mail? If you want to vote by mail, you should be able to vote by mail. Um, it's interesting that in Texas, if you're 65, you can vote by mail, but if you're 64, you can't. And uh, I don't see any reason that um, there shouldn't be a, no excuses vote by mail, like most states have. It, and uh, in this in this environment, especially, uh, we want to keep people safe, and uh, people should have that option.
1: That's one of my questions: is why do we think someone under 65 will commit fraud? but someone over 65 magically will not. That's an argument that a lot of people make is that there's an incredible amount of fraud through vote by mail.
3: Well, interestingly, the last big celebrated case of fraud was uh, two years ago in North Carolina. And the uh, person convicted was a a Republican operative. (laughs) Uh, But fraud in vote by mail is very rare. It's not non-existent. You can have fraud in vote by mail. You can have fraud in electronic voting. You can have fraud in paper ballots. Um, we know that we can have fraud in our banking system, so what we have to decide is if there's a potential for fraud, are we going to take these systems down like our banking system, or are we going to work harder to make sure that they're more secure?
1: What are we going to do? <laughs> Which one is it?
3: Well, I I think we should work harder to make, the, make sure that they're more secure. Um, we have four states in the United States where their whole elections are vote by mail. And something like 35 or 40 states uh, with no excuses vote by mail. Um, this is not a not a big issue. And to the extent that there are issues, um, there are ways that that we can um, make the uh, uh, vote by mail more secure. I see a hand.
4: Um, is can I ask a question.
3: You you um, can ask a question. What? But I am so I'm so impressed that you are so polite. Raise your hand. <laughs> well, this is
4: Stephanie's interview, but I'm I'm very curious about this topic. Um, so what needs to happen? so that we can all get vote by mail in Texas?
3: Well, there's two, there's two cases currently going through the courts. One is a state case. And the state case is mostly about um, our, our fear for our health when we go vote in person. There was a federal case that was actually heard this morning in San Antonio. And that case is based on age discrimination. You know, The, the constitutional amendment that gave 18-year-olds the right to vote says you can't discriminate based on age. And, um, you know, on the surface of it, it looks like that the um, 65-year-old restriction discriminates based on age. And so that's actually a pretty interesting case. Now, it has to go to the Fifth Circuit, so I'm not real optimistic of, um, of a good outcome. Um, but for those who really want to be able to vote by mail, they need to be letting their legislators and their state officials know. And I think in Texas, I've seen polling that sizable majorities um, believe that they should at least have the option to vote by mail. And uh, this is a time for people to speak out. And uh, generally, politicians, if they're in fear of um, getting beat, um, they they may change their ways.
1: So, Bruce, back to me.
3: Back to you. It's, it's yeah, all about you. Thank yeah. you for
1: recognizing that. Um, sure. I am a deputy <laughs> voter uh, registrar.
3: Good for you. you. You're one of our civic engagement army of 4,000 volunteer deputy registrars in Travis County. but I
1: want to apologize because I've been pretty bad this year. Shame on you. Thank (laughs) you. I I wanted that public humiliation. Um, I have them in my car. Like I keep my packet with me all the time, but let's talk. I I mean, I think I want to give you props for you have, is it 98% of Travis County is now registered or
3: we're at about 95%. We're the highest registered urban county in Texas. And
1: that's all really thanks to Bruce, so yeah.
3: And our 4,000 volunteer deputy well,
1: 3,999.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Give or take.
1: Give or take. So how do we make the connection between getting people to register to vote and then actually vote? Because our turnout is much lower, right?
3: That's the challenge. Um, you know, in the United States, we're 100th in the world in voter turnout. And in Texas, we're about 48th in the world in voter registration in, in the among the states in voter registration and turnout. But in Travis County, we have a pretty good record of registration, and our turnouts are usually among the highest in the state. But the challenge is connecting the dots. It's not enough to register to vote. Our our civic engagement army is, is empowered to go out and explain why it's important to, to be part of your democracy, why, why you should vote. And one of the examples I use is um, I came to Austin in 1976, and when I got here, there was no traffic. I swear to God, there wasn't a traffic light in town where it took more than a cycle to get through. In 40 years, in 40-some-odd years, um, we had very low turnouts in transportation bond elections and very low turnouts in city council races, and here we are, one of the most congested uh, cities in the country, and I would argue if more people voted and held their elected officials accountable in the last 40 years, uh, we wouldn't have so much traffic. Um, That's the way government and democracy is supposed to work. Um, If we're happy, we need to reelect people. And if we're not happy, we need to throw them out. Um, But we need more people engaged in in, um, their democracy and their local issues. Thank you.
1: What, going back in time, what is a constable?
3: What is a constable? That's a good question. I haven't had to answer that in a while. Um, Constables are peace officers like any other peace officer, but they're their niche generally is judicial um, enforcement. And so constables enforce um, judicial orders. Um, and anytime a judge orders something, the constable goes out and enforce it, enforces it. So landlord-tenant issues, um, uh, lawsuits, um, child support, domestic violence, um, those kinds of, of cases. Uh, we had a domestic violence unit in our office we're very proud of the work that we did um, in enforcing child support orders and domestic violence. So we were we were judicial officers mainly. Um but constables around the state very vary widely in the uh, then the duties that they take on.
1: Did you have to evict people?
3: We do we regularly had to evict okay. people. Oh wow. And it was it was unfortunate. And we work closely with our social service agencies in in Travis County to try to help people. And I
1: brought that up not to throw constables under the bus, but to remind everyone that the stay on evictions is up, right? The governor has now said that the courts can start evicting people again.
3: That's correct. And when a court order issues an order, um, the constables are gonna have to go carry it out.
1: So do you think that, uh, oh, what's his name? Never mind. I was trying to come up with like he's my hunky Netflix sheriff, you know, the guy in Wyoming. Okay. I don't know
2: anybody in Wyoming. I don't. I'll, Are there I'll come people up with in Wyoming? It.
1: What TV show or movie best represents what a constable is? Chuck Norris. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I like that. I like that. I'll I'll Chuck go Nor- with that. None okay, comes to mind, but I like that.
1: Yeah. Why aren't there more movies about voter registrars?
3: There absolutely should be. And um, I I would love to um, think about who ought to play me in in the starring role. Are you talking about Timothy
4: Oliphant?
1: Is it Timothy Oliphant? No. Hmm. But it's close. I'll I'll Google it it in a second. Yeah, who do you want to play you, Bruce? Uh,
3: I don't know. I would have to think about that. Okay, But um,
1: then let's talk about online voter registration. And how, how much money does it cost your department to enter voter registration that we fill out by hand, right? We can print a form online right now in Texas, and you can fill it out, but you still have to send it back. And then Bruce's staff has to type it in.
3: That's correct. I mean, it costs millions of dollars statewide um, to um, enter um, paper applications, um, we need to bring voter registration into the 21st century. Uh, 40 states allow their citizens to register to vote online, and Texas isn't among them. Um, I'll give you a, an example. We, our our 4,000, our 300, our 3,999 <laughs> volunteer deputy registrars uh, last cycle in 18 were out at uh, dozens of uh, locations, right in the morning till midnight. We registered 40,000 people that day. And uh, I was going, oh my God, this is incredible. And my staff was going, oh my God, this is horrible. Um, because they had very little time to, to um, decipher, process um, all those paper applications to get ready for early vote. I mean, what business would operate this way? And this is something that uh, has the support of every um, state association that has anything to do with elections, um, but it hasn't been able to get um, even a hearing in the state legislature.
1: Do you think that our leaders... And if you can't answer this question so you can keep your job, I understand. But do you think that state leaders are truly fearful of the reasons why they don't want online voting or more voting in person? Or is it solely a move about maintaining their power?
3: I think it's uh, it's a little bit of both. I think that there's some misinformation and some ignorance about um, online voter registration. And the research around the country, you know, indicates that the needle doesn't change from Republican to Democrat. Um, it just changes the way people register to vote. And uh, Arizona is the poster child for, for online voter registration. They were the first in the nation. Uh, Jan Brewer, you may remember that yeah. name. When she was Secretary of State, which is an appointed position, right? <laughs> um, she was the first implemented in the nation. And until very recently, Arizona has been a deep red state. And it hasn't changed um, their politics. It's just changed the way people register to vote. And they cut their costs from 83 cents a card to 3 cents a card. And so it, it, it made so much sense in Arizona. Um, and it made it easier for people to register to vote. They didn't have to leave their homes. Um, and they found that it was a lot more secure.
1: It made- Is
4: there a way you could explain that without burning me? in the middle of
3: it. Well, they'll, they'll edit They'll edit this. It'll be okay.
1: Take that out. But, um, I think we got time for two more questions. So one is kind of tell me the first thing you ever did. That was your kind of civic responsibility. Did you run for student council president? Did you, (laughs) were you part of a protest? Like kind of what got you interested in public service?
3: Well, when I was six, I campaigned with my dad when he was running for state legislature. Oh. He um, he ran on the platform of peace and freedom in 1964, and he was branded a communist. And so you know how well that went in Texas. <laughs> um, but I remember um, going with my parents to uh, peace marches and um, civil rights marches. And um, I remember um, getting to meet some of the civil rights giants in Houston um, during the, the 60s. And um, it was just... It, it just it it really changed my my life, and um, I'm very much in in uh, an activist uh, for civil rights and civil justice.
1: Thank you. So two. Thank I you. said Two more. Here are two more questions. Yeah. What do you have any questions for us? And our final question will be, uh, what can we do? What would you like? My apparently we have nine people watching on Facebook right now, and thank you, Aaron Longmire. That's my favorite show. He was a sheriff.
2: I just He's looked hunky. up Netflix Sheriff Wyoming. He
1: was so hunky. <laughs> um, but he kind of looks like Rick Perry, so I have a hard time with him. Um, yeah, what, are there any questions for us? And then finally, what can we do to educate our nine listeners for you?
3: Well, the most important thing is that when you feel strongly about an issue, um, you can't stew about it. You need to um, call your legislators Um, You need to write letters, Um, you need to speak out, um, because when you sit home and you're quiet, um, that doesn't make change. And uh, we're all going to have to be noisy. Um, I don't know how many I know Stephanie has I don't know if the rest of y'all remember Molly Ivins. And uh, Molly Ivins used to talk about um, getting out in the streets and banging on the pots and pans. And um, if we want to affect change, we're going to have to get out there and bang on the pots and pans
1: from six feet away.
3: From six feet away. Thank you so (laughs) much, Bruce. Thank you Bruce Thank you Thank you
0: Bruce We appreciate you being here with us today um, and that leads us into our final game Do you know your ice cream Hell um, yeah. <laughs> So Bruce Alphon, ice for cream those game who how about don't that know, uh, Bruce is known for his ice cream fundraisers so we will be asking him a few questions to see how well he knows this treat. Stephanie, take it away. Yay. All right, here we go.
1: What is the most popular ice cream flavor in Texas? A, chocolate. B, mango. C, cookies and cream. Or D, strawberry.
3: You know, it's not my favorite, but I would go with D, strawberry. Oh, no. I think I heard... Or or maybe I'll go with C. That's what I heard. C, cookies (laughs) and cream. That's kind of a surprise. I wouldn't have expected that.
1: Me neither. Uh, I I would have thought it was vanilla.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Well, I thought you were going to ask about peach ice cream. I thought peach Um, ice cream would be very popular in Texas. Mm, That's my favorite.
1: Cookies and cream. All right, second question. When and where was the ice cream cone first invented? 1885 in London. 1750 in Paris, 1915 in Italy, right during the war, 1904 in Missouri.
3: Um, Marie, say them again. I'm um, sorry. London, Paris,
1: uh-huh. Italy, uh-huh. Missouri in 1904.
3: It must have been Missouri. Oh my gosh, <laughs> you got it. That. That's
1: brilliant. It's probably at a state fair is what my guess yeah, is. Yeah, that's what I was saying. It was at a world's fair. Yeah. Okay, finally, ice cream is very popular in Italy, where it is referred to as biscotti, gelato, torta, or latte. It's gelato. Yay! Otto gelato. All
0: right, how did
1: he do on our final?
0: Bruce, you got three right, all on your own with no help at all. Good job! <laughs> you really with a know this for You are the <laughs> ice cream genius. <laughs>
3: Thank you.
0: Um, awesome. Well, thank you so much to Erin, Shayna, Bruce, Elfant, and our over-the-ledge benevolent empress, Stephanie Chiarello. Thank you. And thank you to Katie. She is our new host. I do want you to know we've had
1: three hosts. We've had more hosts than Spinal Tap has had drummers, but we really <laughs> hope she sticks with us. I don't know. I don't want to know what you do to the hosts after the show.
3: Are the benefits really bad or what? (laughs) Why can't you keep a host?
1: I'm just too amazing. That's why I can't keep a husband. (laughs) I just, they just can't handle me. It's so much awesomeness.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Awesome. Do we have any parting words from our guests? Actually, I ask a parting question. Oh, you have a parting
1: question. I do. Even better. All right, so y'all are going to answer this. We're going to start with Shayna. What will school-age kids do this summer instead of summer camps and Six Flags? What do you think?
4: Um, They'll try to pick the lock after I lock them out of the house. <laughs> Sounds
1: like you've got some personal experience with that. <laughs> All right, Aaron.
2: Um, well... Wasn't a lot of that growing up in my household, so I'm going to say you're going to grow up like you're a broke kid and uh, learn how water from the water hose tastes, because you're going to be playing outside a little bit. Um, you might scrape a knee or two. Um, uh, you 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 might. I got my first bee sting uh, in the summer whenever I was in third grade. Changed my life completely. So Thank you. As long as you're safe and healthy, uh, ex- experience some fun, safe outdoor activities.
1: Some fun, safe pain outside. Great. Herd immunity. Scrape, there we scraping go. Scraping
3: in knee doesn't, isn't too bad.
1: All right. And Bruce, take us home. What do you think
3: school age kids are Well, I don't think that uh, kids are going to go to the state capitol and protest masks with their guns on. Um, as far as you know, we know, children are more adaptable than us older people, and I think they're going to adapt um, to the new normal um, better than we do. And um, we certainly want that to happen.
0: You're the best, Bruce. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Awesome. Well, thank you everybody. Thank you to Bravan Gunthan, our soul over the ledge intern. Um, round of applause, round of applause. If you like what you heard, please. I don't say that desperately, but please subscribe to our podcast, wherever you get your podcast. like us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at over the ledge. You can be a patron by making a monthly donation at, uh, I don't know how to say this word, but we're going to go with patreon.com or patron. Not sure which one. Patreon.
4: Patreon. Oh,
0: perfect. I've seen it many times, but never said it out loud. (laughs) Excellent. Make a monthly donation if you'd like at patreon.com backslash over the ledge. And if you'd like to become an underwriter sponsor, please email us at over the ledge text, tx, at gmail.com and make sure ledge l-e-g-e over the L E G E T X at gmail.com seriously we're out of money the gravy train <laughs> is out of gravy no more change in our couches none nada zilch thank you so much everybody um we appreciate you guys coming out tonight thank you and happy 49th anniversary to my parents their anniversary oh. is today 49 Happy anniversary! Years. Happy anniversary! Yay. All right. Thank you.